Booker Tov, today's daf is daf Dalid. Daf Dalid in Erevin. Yesterday we got down, we just discussed Machlokas between Abaya and Rava in Rav Nachman. Abaya said, in the name of Rav Nachman, that Sukkah and Amma, uh, Sukkah rather, and Mabri are measured by a five, a five tefach Amma, the smaller Amma, whereas Kalayim is measured with a six tefach Amma. Whereas Rava said in the name of Nachman that all of them, uh, including Mavui, Sukkah, and Kalayim are all measured by the six tefach Amma. Except the difference is that the Kalayim have a little bit wider tefachs. In other words, the tefach is not like a tight fist, but it's rather like a loose fist, so that it's like sort of smiling or laughing. It's wider, and therefore it's a little bit bigger. The Gemara then asks at the bottom of the page, what do you mean? We have a b'risa which says that all amas that the chum said are amas of six tefach, except there's differences. Some are smaller and some are larger. But all of them, whether it's mavui, sukkah, or klein, they're all measured by six tefach amas. So according to Rava, makes sense, right? The b'risa goes along with Rava. Some are smaller, some are bigger, but they're all six tefachs. But according to Abaye, it's difficult. So Abaye says, well... Uh, he's only talking about the Amma, when he says, he's only talking about Kalayim. So the Gemara says, what do you mean? But the safest says, Rav Shem Gamliel says, he's, only, he's talking about, Rav Shem Gamliel says, the Kalayim one is six tefachs. Mashma the Tanakama says, all of them are six tefachs. So the Gemara says, So Abai says, okay, fine. I go like Rav Shem Gamliel. The Tanakama says that all of them have six tefach Amas. And Shem Gamliel says only the climb has six tefachamas. I'll go like Shem Gamliel. So now this is where we left off yesterday, about uh, eight nine lines down on the page. So Labaya Vadi Tanoi, according to Vadi, is Vadi Machlokas Tanam. Tanakama says that all three have uh, six tefachamas, and Shem Gamliel says no, only climb has a six tefachama. And Abaya went like Shem Gamliel. But Larava, according to Rava, according to Rava, Mile Matanoi, is it a Machlokas Tanam? Well, isn't it apparently Machlokas Tanam? You have Shem Gamliel says differently than Tanakama. No. It could very well be that Rav Shemuel differs with Tanakama. Tanakama says all of them are six tefachamas. Shemuel says only the Kalayim is a six tefachama. But, or it could very well be, that no, Shemuel agrees with the Tanakama. He's just explaining that the Kalayim is a wider six tefachs. That's like the bigger tefachs. Maybe that's what he said. Exactly. Shemuel also is like the Tanakama. That all three of them, meaning... Rava, uh, Abaya clearly says that's a machlokis Tanam, because he says that name of Nachman, that Mavli and Sukkah are only five tefachamas. So he goes like Rishim Gamliel, only, only climb is six tefachamas. But Rava says no, that Rishim Gamliel and Tanakama all agree that all of them have six tefachamas. All of them. All he's trying to tell you is that the climb six tefachama shouldn't make it too tight. Don't make it exact. Make it a little bit bigger. So why didn't he just say that word? Why didn't he just say, okay, uh, the Tanakhama says all the Amas are six Tefachamas. I'll tell you what, um, let me just tell you that the one of Klein, make that a little bit bigger. Don't be so exact with that. Don't be so tight with that. Why did he say Amas Look at Shemuel's words. Shemuel is in the fifth line of this page. Shemuel is in the fifth line Right? All the Amas of Klein, but Amas Bashisha. Why did he mention Amas Bashisha? He's just, he's agreeing with the Tanakhama that it's Bashisha. He's just telling you that Klein, you should bigger ones. Why did he mention Amas Bashisha? Lav Lamute, Lamute, my Lav Lamute, Amas Sukkah, Amas Mavi. Isn't it coming to exclude that Sukkah and Mavi don't have a six Tefachama, rather a five Tefachama, like Abaya explained? Isn't that what he's saying? Lo, 
Lamute Ami Yisod Amasov. If he's coming to exclude something in the base of Migdash, the Mizbech. Remember, we learned Zvachim not long ago. And if you look in the picture, the illustration number 14, on page 5 in the illustration book, illustration number 14, you'll see there the Midos of the Mizbech. There's a famous the Mizbech in the base of Migdash. We're talking about the Mizbech Adama, the outside. It's called Mizbech Achitzani, Mizbech Arachoshes, Mizbech Adama. So it was 10 Amos high. The 10 Amos high, if you look at the diagram, you'll see it consisted of a base, that's the Yisod, which was an Amma, an Amma high and an Amma deep. The following area had five more Amos, leading up to the six Amma mark from the ground, which had the Sovev, which is the ledge. Then another three Amos leading up to the top of the Mizbeach. And then if you count, that's nine. And if you count the corners, the little Kronot, the four of them, they're all, they're all Amma cubes. So therefore, that's another Amma, and that's a total of 10 Amas. So he says, you know what we're talking about? He says, yes, Sukkah, Mavui, Klaim, all have six Tafach Amas. When he says, this has six Tafach what do they come to exclude? It's coming to exclude the Amma of the Yesod, the base, okay? I mean, Yesod, the Amas of, and the Amma of the ledge, meaning that those Amas go in an Amma. They're talking about the Mat, they go, they go up an Amma, the Yesod goes up an Amma, and in an Amma. And the same thing with the ledge. It goes up, the, the wall goes up five and then goes in an amma. That's what he was referring to there. Lemute ami yisov amisov. The Pesach says in Yecheskel in describing, there he's describing the third base of Megdash and Hashem. He says, Ve'elamidus hamzbech. These are the measurements of Mizbech. Ba'amos in Amos. And it's a strange notion. Amma ba'amma tofach. Two different Shatman Rashi. But the basic idea is, is that the amma that we're speaking about is an amma that the big Amma has an Amma to Tefach. In other words, some say that it's talking about the Amma, Amma Tefach means that this is, Rashi brings down two different Shatim. One that we mean an Amma, which is really an Amma plus a Tefach, which is the six Amma one, or the small Amma one, which if you're looking at it from a point of view of a six Tefach Amma, has an extra Tefach there too. We're talking about the Amma part of the Amma of a Tefach. In any case, he's saying over here that when it comes to the Sovave, the uh, the ledge or the yesod they go they they're measured by the smaller amas the amas when they go in some say it goes up but there's those those amas are the amma of the smaller amma the pasuk goes on what are amma we speak about the amma which is an amma plus the extra tefach meaning a six tefach amma according to the second shot rashi according to the first shot rashi it's the five amma five tefach amma the the base which is we call that the yesod the amma rochav and that and the width Right, the gvula, the width going in, meaning it goes up an amma and in an amma. Gvula al svasa saviv, and and then it, it, its border goes around the saviv. That's the sovev. We'll see. That's the ledge. Zeras ha'echad, right? Zeras ha'echad. Zeras is a half an amma. Zeras is a half. Zeras is also a word for a pinky, right? In Hebrew, you say that zeras is a pinky, but zeras here means a half an amma. And what he means is, uh, it means that if you look at the corners of the Zbech, the upper corners, as I said, they were like an Amma cube. So if you measured from the middle of it, call that the radius. Radius is usually with a circle, but it means halfway in the diameter. So if you me- that Zeras from the middle to each, to each edge of each of the cubes, the corners of the Zbech, that's a Zeras, because the whole, the whole cube is an Amma by an Amma. Amma by an Amma by an Amma. Uh, so Zeras, the Zegav Mizbech, and that's the top of the Mizbech. So now that's the that's the pasuk. Again, the pasuk is elamidus mizbech v'am samsam tefach v'cheik amah v'am arocha b'gvul svasa savav zeros ha'echa v'zeikav mizbech. What does that mean? Cheik amah zayisov. That's the base, like we talked about. That the base is measured in the five tefach amah v'am arocha v'zesovev. 
that's the ledge. As we talk, that's what, remember where the when the uh, Kohen does the uh, does the carbon chatos, he walks up. The, the picture of the mizbech does not show you the ramp, the kevesh, not keves, kevesh. Remember we learned that that the ramp goes up mizbech, and then he walks around the sobeve, and he and he is able to uh, smear the dam on the four corners of the mizbech, which is necessary on a carbon chatos. Of course, you don't have to remember that from Zvachim. You just have to daven every morning and say Karbanus and Ezo Mekomen. We say that every morning before Rabbi Shmuel Omer for those who get up early and say that, right? So it's in there. It's all in there. It's all mentioned in there. So again, he says, So when he says, he says the, that's, that itself is the ledge, right? Even though it says Saviv, this is going Kronos. Those are the corners on the top of the Mizbeach. Not that the Saviv is the Sovev, the Rachav is the Sovev. That's how he's explaining the Pasuk. And Gvulo Svasa Sovev Elo Kronos, but Zegav Mizbeach. What does that mean? Zeg Mizbeach Azov. He's also telling you the Mizbeach. What's the Mizbeach Azov? There was a small Mizbeach inside the Hechel, right? Also called Mizbeach Aktoras, also called Mizbeach Apnimi. And that was the one where they did the, also, Parmen Asrafim, Sinim Asrafim, that we say every morning in Ezoh Mekomen. The inner, the Karbanas were brought inside the Hechel. They were shechted outside, but the dam was sprinkled on the inner mizbeach on those four corners. Sometimes the dam was also sprinkled on the parochis inside, right? Also, you had that on Yom Kippur. The Yom Kippur uh, karbonis are brought there too. So anyway, mizbeach azov, meaning that the mizbeach also was an ama by an ama. So he's telling you all these things were ama by ama. But so he, so what what's all this referring to? Telling us that when uh, Rabbi Shmuel said uh, that the ama is bas shisha. He, yeah, to tell me lo yitzam, same fine. Tell me by the climb, the six tefachama by climb shouldn't be exact. Like spread it out a little bit. But that he, why did he mention uh, ama bashisha? Everybody he agrees with the Tanakhama that's bashisha. That's coming to exclude that these measurements of the of the uh, sovev of the ledge and of the asod, either their height or their in or their indentation was measured in a smaller. Amma, an Amma that had five tefas. So we'll see. So there's a large Amma. Uh, I say there's a small Amma, which is an Amma of five tefas. And there was a, a larger Amma of six tefas. There were two different measures there. And as we're saying now, according to Ravan, the predominant opinion here of Nachman is that, uh, is that the Amma, these Ammas, whether it's the Sukkah, the Mavi, or the Klayim, they were all six tefachamas, but Lechumra, we say by client, make it a bigger one, make it slightly bigger. So they were all six tefachamas, except there were certain cases where they measured on the Mizbech with five tefachamas. We'll see there was even larger amas of seven tefachs. We'll see that also on Amit Beis. Now we come to a famous Gemara, Amr of Chiyat, the two dots. Amr of Chiyat, Barashi, Amr of Shiron Chasitzim, Chasitzim, Halachim Hashem Sinai. What is Halachim Hashem Sinai? Halachim Hashem Sinai is Torah Shabbat It's not written in the Torah, it's not written in Torah's Moshe. But it's Allah Moshe Mi Sinai. God told this to Moshe at Sinai, which means it's Do Raisa. Now, in the Torah, when the Gemara says Do Raisa, usually it means like it's written in the Torah, but it's still Mena Torah. In other words, that Allah Moshe Mi Sinai is not a Drabbanan, but God told us that's Torah Shabbat Peh. We have Torah Shabbat Peh, Torah Shabbat Peh. So the Gemara talks about Do Raisa, that's Torah Shabbat Peh. But these things, what about the, what do I mean Shiurin? What are Shiurin measures? Kezayis, Kakoseves. Kagrogris, the different shirim that we've talked about throughout Torah. What's a kazais? Normal shears, kazais. Eat a kazais, you have to, you have to uh, uh, bench. If you eat a kabetza, you have to bench, according to some, right? Machlokas, 
uh, all kinds of shizim, but most things are kazayas, right? You eat a kazayas, then you're chayev. All these so these measures of kazayas, etc. That's all the chumash misinai. The rabbis didn't make that up, and it's not says it doesn't say it in the in the Torah. That's sheer measures. Chatzitzon or interpositions. If something is a chatzitzon. Something separates between you. You go into the mikvah. Your wife goes into the mikvah, and she's got a piece of gum on her skin. That's a chatzitzah. It doesn't work. That's chatzitzah. Where do we get that? That's also lachem hashem Umechitzim. The fact that there's partitions. We say it's ten vachem high. That's a that's a rishus right? How do we have all that? That's all lachem hashem So now the Gemara goes into this. What do you mean it's lachem hashem Let's take the first one. Measures. It's a lachem hashem It's learned out of a pasuk. It's in the Torah. Shiur daraisu dechsev. Pasuk is eretz chito sora eretz Pasuk talks about the seven famous fruits. That uh, Eretz Yisrael was blessed with, right? These are special things that we say. Uh, we say uh, uh, we make uh, an alamichia on these things. Eretz Kitosar, we bench. From Chankal Pasuk Zelishir Nemer, all the things mentioned in this pasuk, each one of these uh, fruits uh, ingredients are all uh, mentioned to tell us a certain shear. It's learned out of the pasuk. Lekiritnan, for example, the first one, Chita. Why is it mentioned Eretz Chita? Wheat. If you go into a house that has leprosy, a leprous house, the and your clothes are on your shoulder. You're not wearing them; they're on your shoulder. Your sandals and your rings are in your hand. You're not wearing them. Who behind me? Your tummy. As soon as you go in, your tummy, their tummy. You, they came in just like you came in. Let's say he was wearing his. He was wearing his clothes, and his shoes are worn on his feet, and his rings are on his fingers. He's wearing all these items. He's coming immediately walking in. Until how how until he's there long enough. Let's say it's nine minutes, enough to eat a half a loaf of bread, which is eaten, let's say, in a normal fashion, not maybe that's eaten slower. Uh, it goes down quicker. Mesav, eating, resting, not not just walking around, eating it slowly, but eating in a normal, uh, quick manner. But Ocho Belift, then eats him with relish. In other words, why does Sechita to tell me that the time of the time that it takes for your clothes and your garments and your things that you're wearing to become Tomei in a leprous house is enough time to eat a half a loaf of wheat bread in the normal manner? So the Chita here is telling you a shear. That's why it says Chita over here to tell me that what's the shear? That's the shear because the pasuk says over there, achila lose lashon of achila. So what do you mean you're not really eating it? Kedai shear achila, right? El shear she kedai shear achila. Rashi says yechabes b'zgavarav va'ochel v'bais yechabes b'gavarav. The Shem Torahs Kahan Rashi says mikid ha'yochel It doesn't mean eating it at enough time. When when you're closed, tummy, it's learned out of the pasuk. If you're there long enough to eat a half a loaf of wheat bread in the normal manner, where it's where it's uh, where you sit down and you eat it with relish, you eat it in the normal nice uh, nice uh, quick manner. So that's what chita. So we see this shear of, of uh, like we talked about a shear of, of kazayas, a shear of this, a shear of kadeachilas uh, pras is learned out from this pasuk. It says chita in this to teach me that. So that, that's the first question. So in other words, all these items, all the seven um, uh, vegetable uh, fruits that uh, B'nai, uh, Eretz Yisrael is blessed with tells me a shear. That's why it says chita. Why does it say saora? A barley bean. The tanan etzim kasar metamei maga uvamasa. Teach me that a bone of a dead person, the size of a even the size of a barley bean, a tiny bone, is metamei 
if you touch, it's tummy, it was metami if you touch it or if you carry it, even without touching. In order, remember, if you go into a into a house that has a uh, that, that that has a dead body there, a funeral uh, funeral pa- a chapel, whatever, you're tummy ba'ol. But there, in order to be old, you have to have a body, which means either uh, a substantial part of the body. For example, it's got to be a uh, a spine, uh, called a spine, or a, a skull, or most of the body. Uh, two legs and, and you know, two legs and a uh, you know two calves and a and a thigh or most of the body is there even if it's not the skull most of the body or most of a varum 125 varum that is if most of the body is there then it's matami oil but if it's only a bone no bone is not matami in the oil it's matami bagamasa how do you learn because saora to teach me etzim kasaora okay so you see saora is also teaching you a measure and this is found in the pasuk. What is Geffen? How much does a Nazarite, a Nazir, have to drink to be Chayiv, right? To give him Malchus, he's not allowed to drink wine if he drinks a Revius. Why? Because it says Geffen. So that's learned out of the Pasuk too. Te'ena, the next one. Te'ena is a fig. To teach me Kigrogus, let's saw Shabbos. We just finished Shabbos. What's the normal shear if you carry something out on food on Shabbos? Hamashichai, you have to have the side, not a kazayas, it's got to be a grogris, the size of a dyed fig, a dried fig, which is bigger. Again, because the fig is learned out from Ta'ina. Rimon, Kitatan, Kolkoyabais, Shirimikurimonim. If you have a uh, if you have a bowl in your house and it gets a little hole in it, okay, well, so you're not going to use it for uh, mustard seeds or uh, whatever uh, sunflower seeds that are going to fall through the hole. You'll use it for larger nuts. If you get a bigger hole, you'll use it for apples. If you get even a bigger hole that the apples fall out, you'll use it for pomegranates, right? That's Rimon to teach me that uh, a cleave of balabias shirikermonim. So in other words, it's tame. It, if it's tame, it doesn't lose its status as a vessel and, that, and therefore lose its toma unless you can't even use it for pomegranates anymore, as opposed to the vessel, let's say, of a, of a store. The store, if it's got a hole in it, he can't sell it anymore, so he's going to throw it out. But if you're, a, if you're a homeowner, you'll keep it as long as you can have some use for it. Still, it's Tommy. So that's what Rimon teaches me. Eretz Zeshemen. What does that teach me? Zayis. Eretz Shekol Shir Kazayisim. All the Shirim, all the Shirim are generally, what's the most normal Shir? Kazayis. So all the shiurim are kazayis. You mark all shiurim like that. All the shiurim, but Hikani, we just mentioned these other ones are different, right? The size of a groger is for carrying on Shabbos. The size of a rimon for tuma of a, of a kli. Uh, other the size of a chita saora. We already mentioned uh, chita was in time. It's saora is the size of a uh, um, uh, of a dead of a dead a bone of a dead body of a carcass is the size of a, even if it's the size of a barley bean is matami. Remember the tuma space of pras they checked it because if it was a if it was a field that was plowed up a dead body plowed up in there, you might still find small bones, even though there's no body, but you might find small bones, and a coin would be tummy if he touched it, because if you touch even the small bone, touching or carrying a small bone of a body, you're tummy. So we have all these different shirms. So what do you mean, Kazayas is all the shirm Kazayas? Koshas, I buy you, Hani Darman, Ella, Ema, Eretz, Sharov shirm, because most of the shirm are Kazayasim. In other words, that's the most predominant one. I don't know if it's most of the shirm, if you say more than 50%, or what you'd say is the, um, uh, what, what's the word, uh, uh, the plurality, not the plurality, what's the word that most, not the median, not the plurality, I forget which one it is, in other words, let's say, of all dominant. the, sh- pardon? The mean. The mean? Predominant. The predominant one, yeah, predominant one, but I think there's a word for it too, in other words, in other words let's say 40% of all Shiurim are Kazayas. And then you have another one's 20, another one's 10%, 15%, nothing is as much high, as high Majority. as 40%. Pardon? Majority. 
Majority. Yeah, I don't think it's the majority. In other words, majority would be 50 over 50%. Majority of shirim. Now, the Gemara says, Eretz Sharov shirim kazais. Most of the shirim, that's majority. Majority is 50%. But I don't know if he means literally that most of the shirim are 50% or most things that are measured, uh, there, there are more measurements that use a kazais more than any other measure. But if you count all the other things that are measured, like, you know, kibetza, uh, kagrogris, uh, kasora, etc., maybe that, uh, maybe altogether, they are the majority. But in any case, most shiurim... It's plurality, you had the right word. I had the right word. Plurality. Okay, plurality. plurality. Right, okay, whatever, okay. I'm not sure what he, mean, what he means. And when he says rov shiur kazayis, I'm not sure if he really means majority. He might just mean plurality. More, there are more items that are measured by kazayis than any other ones. Thank you. Thank you for all your input. Okay, Gepasi goes on. Devash. What is Devash. Yom Kippur. When Yom Kippur, the measure for what are you chayiv? You know you're not allowed to eat on Yom Kippur. So chayiv karis if you ate a kazayis. No, there is the shiras kakosevus, which is a large date. Kakosagasa, a large date on Yom Kippur. Why is that learned out from Devash? Why? Because Devash in the Torah means date honey, not uh, bee honey, right? Not bee honey. Whenever it says Dvash in the Torah, Rashi is called Dvash on the Torah, is Dvash Tamarim, is the, is the honey made from dates. In the Gemara, the, it, if in the Gemara, normally Dvash means when it's not quoting a Pusik, it normally means hunt, a bee honey. Uh, bee honey, honey bee, right? Uh, honey from bees. But uh, in the Torah, it says that. So that's what learn out from uh, uh, Tamarim, right? Eretz Zeshemen Udvash. Dvash means Dvash of Tamarim. So what do you see? So the question in all these is, is that, why do you say it's Lachem Hashem Messina? It's basically learned out of these, this Pasuk. It says, Does it say that? <laughs> or any of these, or any of these uh, measures? These are all nice drushes. But are any of these said? If you read the Pasuk, Eretz Hashem, Eretz Chitos Erev, Egefen, Eretz Hashem, We just had that last week, Michael, right? We read it last week in, uh, in, in, uh, in Ekev, right? Eretz Hashem, Rudvash. Didn't say that those amounts of shurim that are written. The rabbi supported it with allusions from the Torah, from the Pesach, but it's not really written in the Torah. It's really Allah Sinai. And Rashi says Allah Sinai is with Torah Shabal Pet. It's the right? So therefore, so therefore, these, these are the shurim we discussed the first one. The measures. These are Allah Sinai. The rabbi is based it on a Pesach, and they alluded it's found an allusion in the Pesach, but it's real Allah Sinai. An interposition of something between you, the pigment. It's also the rice, and it's also an apostle. What does it all mean? Your, your flesh should all be in water. Well, if you got a piece of chewing gum stuck to your arm or a bandage or something like that, then the water didn't touch all your basar. That's what we learned from Rachatz Basaro Bamayim. Right, Why does it say Bamayim? mikvah. tell you, doesn't doesn't say Chayim. Could even be in uh, in water, which is uh, in a pit, right, or in a in a bathtub or something like that. It's got to be you know water which is collected, not water which is running from a stream. Kol besaro. What does it say? Kol besaro. Right. Bamayim b'mei mikvah. Kol besaro. Mayim shekol gufa olem. Kolbasa are all your, in other words, you might, it's, it's say, well, okay, I, I wash myself, no chatzitza, but the, the, it's a small uh, tub over here, I'll just put one leg in at a time and one arm. No, it's got to be kolbasa or mayim. It's got to be water in which your whole body fits in at one time. Oleben, the kama, I'm just that. Amalama, brumama, brum gimel. 
In other words, the Pusik says it's got to be enough that you could fit your whole body in, which is basically an amma by an amma by an amma, cubic amma. The Shira Chacham, the Chacham said, how much is that? May mikvah mem saw, that's 40 saw, is basically what a whole body can normally fit into. So what do you see? It's based on a Pusik. The Pusik says you got to fit your whole body in, so why do you tell me the Chatzitza is... Uh, is lachem uh, hashemisin that says brachetz kol besaro all your body all kol besaro has to be in in uh, in water but it says brachetz es besaro b'mayim that the water has to your baser has to be in the mayim not that the chewing gum attached to your arm is in the water so the answer is kitzur chilchusel lasaro you're right you could learn out from the the chatzitza from the pasuk because your baser has to be in the water not the bandage or not the chewing gum but what's the halachem hashemisin for your hair. If you have one hair which is tied to itself, you got a hair which is long and tied to itself, that's a chatzitza because the water can't get in. One hair tied to itself can be very tight and the water won't get in. Shalosh and If you've got three hairs tied to one another, it's not a real binding and the water could seep in there. It's not a chatzitza. Shtaim and yodai says two tied together, not sure about that. Right? So the point is that's halach l'mosh misinai, that if your hair is also a chatzitza, if it's tied up to itself. It's more a sarmen, because before it said basar, your flesh has to touch the water, but maybe not the hair. You're saying over here that your hair is like part of the body. <clears throat> if one of you, you have a long hair on your head or whatever, and it's, it's snarled, whatever, it's tied to itself, and the water can't get in there, that's also a chatzitza. Pasuk didn't say, the pasuk had basaro. So it's telling you the hair. S teaches me, like basar, just like the flesh has to be in the water, S the hair also has to be in the water. S teaches me the hair. S the tovel the thing which is secondary to the basar, the zeo seyar. So the chara, that's also a pasuk. I don't know Let's say most of his hair, or or the, the either the majority or the minority of his hair ulamak What does that mean? If you're particular about it, you're not particular about it. For example, if let's say you go out, you have one hair. You have one hair, one hair in your head, one hair in your body somewhere, and that's there's a knot in there. So you think everybody's, who's mocked about that? Nobody's even going to see it. So if it's one or two hairs and it's uh, out of your whole body, you don't care about that. That's not really a chatzitza. What do we mean? We're talking about this. That most of the hair, either most of the hair or the minority of the hair, are you particular about it or not particular about it? What does that all mean? We'll explain now. Devar Torah. What does it mean, Devar Torah? Again, Rashi says here, that's Allah Sinai. In other words, we're looking, what's Allah Sinai about chatzitza? Isn't it in the Pasik about your hair and your flesh? Here's the problem. Dvar Torah, Rubo, Makhbudalov, Allah Sinai, which says that if your hair is snarled, right, and there's a chatzitza there, it's tied up together, if most of your hair is in that place and you're particular about that, that's the chatzitza. That's Allah Sinai by Torah Shabal Peh. Yes, the, the Pasik tells you maybe if one hair is that the concept of chatzitza, but the the the, the, the Pasik tells you that hair could also be a chatzitza, but how much? So the halacha mashmasinai is only if it's rubo makbudalov. If most of the hair in your body, including your hair and your head and all your in your body, if most of that is tied up and you're particular about it, that's a chatzitza. Okay, chotzet sheina makbudalov. If you're not, if you don't you're not particular about it, it's not chotzet at all. Even if most of your hair is is in knots. You don't care about it. Doesn't you're not particular about it? That's not a chasitza. V'gazru the rabbanu the rabbanu made exera al rubo she'en If most of your hair is, is tied up, is is in knots, even if you're not makbed about it, that's also chasitza. That's the rabbanu. 
Mishim Ruba Makbulov. Since Ruba Makbulov is a Doraisa, Halacha Mosh Misina, the Rabbana made Xayer if it's Ruba Shayna Makbulov. And they were also made Xayer al Miyuta Makbulov. Even if it's, if you're Makbit, since Ruba Makbit is a Doraisa, Halacha Mosh Misina, if you have either one, either Ruba or Makbit, even that means even if it's Miyut, even if it's a minority over here, but you're particular about it, they made Xayer there too, Mishim Ruba Makbulov. So Zigmar says, Valigzer Nami al Miyuta Shayna Makbit. So they make Xayer even on a minority over here that you're not particular about Mishim Miyuto Hamakbit. Because miyuto amakbid, because miyuto is like miyuto. If miyuto amakbid is aser, so so is miyuto shenamakbid. Inami mishum ruba shenamakbid, or because ruba shenamakbid. So why aren't they about it there? Why aren't they always even goes there on miyuto shenamakbid because of ruba shenamakbid, or because of miyuto amakbid? Because of either one, the answer is he gufik zera, but not nakum zera zera. Rubo Shaina Makbid and Miyuto Makbid is only Xera because of Rubo Makbid. So we're not if it's Miyuto Shaina Makbid, we're not gonna make Xera to another Xera, because Miyuto Shaina Makbid is is at one step removed. In other words, Minatora it's only Rubo Umakbid, which is Allah Sinai. The rabbi said if either one of those exists, either Miyuto Makbid or Rubo Shaina Makbid, if either one of those characteristics exists, that's also a drop button. But if it's a mute, it's not a rove, and you're not makbid, there they don't go that far, that would be exerl exerum. Okay, that takes care of of chatzitza. The chatzitza is Allah Mashmisina. What's Allah Mashmisina? Rubo ha makbid Allah, that's that's the Allah Mashmisina. Yes, the Torah says hair could be a chatzitza, but how much? That shear is Rubo ha makbid Allah min Torah, and the rabbis may not exerus. What about machitza's a partition? That's also the raisa. How? Domar Aron Tisha, the Aron in the base of Mish and the Koshe Kochim. Pastor says, How much is an Amma Bachetzi in Tvachim? Let's get out the calculators here. An Amma, we said an Amma is six Tvachim. So an Amma Bachetzi would be how many Tvachim? Nine. <laughs> nine. Nine Tvachim. So the Aaron was nine Tvachim. The Kaporis was one Tefach on top of that. Kaporis Tefach, Hare Kanasara. And Hashem said, I will meet you, Meala Kaporis. Right? Pasuk says, I will talk to Malak Kaporis. Hashem won't come down below ten Tvachim. That's a separate Rishus. Rishus is ten fachim as the as the Aaron is. Hashem won't come down to below the top the top of the kaporas. So the Amar Mar Aaron Tisha the kaporas tefach so you got ten fachim. So that's that's based on a pasuk. So this idea of of a mechitza that that's that's what constitutes a separate partition a separate domain we see from the pasuk of the Aaron. Says Lo Tzricha You're right. You could learn it, but according to Rabbi the Amar Amas Bin Rabbi learns that the Amas Binyan Ba'ama Basisha. The Amma of construction, you know, the boards, etc., and the Mizbeach, all that. The Amma of construction was an Amma of six Tvachim. Amma's Kalim, but the Kalim, the utensils in the, uh, in the base of Megdash, they were, had, they were constructed with an Amma of six Tvachim. And the Aron, the Aron Kodesh, was a, considered a Kli, as was the Mizbeach Hazov, by the way. So we mentioned that Amad Alf, that's a Kli. The Mizbeach Adama, that's more of a construction, or maybe not, but. But that, that's Mizbech Adama, that's like a fixed in the ground, that's like a, a structure, as opposed to something which is like movable, like the Aron or the Mizbech Azov. And that was only Amma of six Fachim. Wait a minute, so, so if the Aron w- was constructed with an Amma of six Fachim, how high would the Amma be with the Kaporis on top? In a, five Fachim, rather, I said six Fachim. In other words, the construction Amma was six, was six Fachim, but the Kalim, the one for utensils, was five Ammas. So if the Aron, which was a Kli, a utensil, if that was constructed with an amma of five tvachim, and it's an amma vachetzi, 
So that would be seven and a half tefachim for the for the aron plus another tefach for the kaporos on top for eight and a half tefachim. So you wouldn't know the idea of a mechitza being ten tefachim from there. So that's what we mean. According to Rabbi Yehuda, itaka would be alachamosh misina. You can't learn it out of the pasuk because the, the aron would only be eight and a half tefachim according to Rabbi Yehuda. But according to Rameyer, Rameyer holds otherwise. He holds that all the Amas, even the ones of the Kalim, were of six Tfachim. Why does he call it Bainanus? Because as we'll see later on at, at, at Shushan, they had, they had even uh, other measures. One was a measure a half a Tefach higher than Moshe, six and a half Tfachim, and one was a uh, half a tefach more than that, seventh fachim. So they had a bigger one. So there was a right. seventh fachim, there was a seventh fachamama, and there was a five fachamama. So he calls the sixth fachamama the bainanus one. So let me just finish this line. So, all of them were made out of sixth fachamama, which means that the Aaron was indeed ten fachim high with the, with the kaporos on top. Six times one and a half was nine, plus the one was ten fachim. So you could learn it out of the Pasuk, Michael and Mamer. So what are you telling me here that Mechitzah Sarlach Lamosh Misinai? It's in the Torah itself. The answer is Laura Meir, Kiyos Ilchusa, the Halach Lamosh Misinai is to teach me the concept of good, beloved, the Dofanakum. We mentioned Dofanakum yesterday about the Sukkah. If you have a, uh, that was uh, illustration number 11 on page four, if you have a Sukkah that part of it has a, uh, part of the uh, ceiling is a regular ceiling. It's not a sukkah. It's not a schach. It was either constructed from a from a uh, from a house that the roof uh, collapsed, or it had uh, it was attached to whatever, or it was makabotum, uh, or whatever it was. It, if it you consider that like part of the wall, if it's up to four amas. So there, so that's what that's what we talk about mechitzas to teach me that this concept of mechitza, that if it's a dofan akuma, like in terms of sukkah, that's part of the halacha mashmsinai mechitza. The other one is is uh, good. Good is stretching. If you have a uh, like a post which is ten tefachim uh, you can consider it stretched all the way up, or if it's coming down from the ceiling, stretched all the way down. The love it, love it is remember if you have. Two uh, two uh, walls or two uh, beams, whatever. If they're within three tefachim or another, they're considered attached. So these concept of good and good, good aches going down, good asik going up, uh, love it that two things can be joined. Or dofen akuma, those are the mechitzas that he talks about that halach lamash misinai. Because you're right, the pasuk you could learn out the six tefachim at uh, the ten tefachim being a rishosiyachid from. Uh, from the Oren and the Kaporas, but we need Allah Hamashim Messina to teach me the concept of good and love and Dofan Akuma. Yes, you were going to ask. Well, two questions. First of all, why do we have two different measurements for Amos? Why is it? Why can't it be standardized? Yeah. And second, is Allah Hamashim Messina to use one versus the other in a, yes. in a different situation? Yes, yes, yes. The answer to both of us, yes. <laughs> the answer is it's all Allah Hamashim Messina. It's all Moshe Sinai. Moshe constructed these things in the in the Mishkan. He had constructed these things in the Mishkan. Why and have, there was a fight. Why do they have two different measures? Because they had two. Because why why are there two different measures for carrying on Shabbos as a grogerist? So that's Allah Moshe Sinai. That's the that's what the those were the Torah's rules. There's not we don't have a logic for. It. That's what Hashem said. Allah Moshe means that it's the word of God. That God told us these are the measures. Now it could very well be in the time one in Shushan, where they had the seven, the six and a half tefach amo, or the seven tefach. That could have been like a chumrah. They just made it to be machmer in certain cases, right? 
but uh, otherwise not. Uh, it, it, your point is well taken because Abaya said that the uh, sukkah and the mabu is five tefachamas, and, this, uh, six, and the uh, climb is six tefachamas. As if to say, we know there's two different kind of amas, so I'm going to be machmer, right? When it comes to sukkah and mabu, remember, for chumrah, I'll be machmer and say that it's got to be, you know, the, if, if, the, uh, if it's 20 amas high, our issue about 20 amas high, those are the, sm- uh, we're talking about the smaller amas. We don't give you the larger ones because we were going to the chumrah. So there were questions in the Gemara about how to apply those different amas, but, but that there were two, apparently, that's Allah Mishmi. Sinai. Many times you have a shaila in Allah Sinai. Where do you apply it? And that's what we have over here too. All right. So the Mishnah said that if the Mavi was higher than, 10, than 20 Tfachim, what does that mean higher than 20 Tfachim? You can take a quick look at the illustration number 15 on the bottom of page 5, which is the only other illustration for today. That's pretty good. We have every, tomorrow we have a lot of illustrations, but uh, today's, that's the last one for today. So if the, if the beam, the, uh, uh, the beam, the Korah was more than 20 Amas high, uh, what do you have to do? So the mission says, fix it. Fix it. Either bring it down, right? Bring it down, or build up the ground below, right? So it's how you go, and you want to make it smaller. How do you make it smaller? How much smaller do you have to make it? In other words, let's say that's fixed here. We want to, the easiest thing is to build up the ground below and the bottom on the, on the ground. How much do you have to be my? What do you mean, come my? Come out of you 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 uh, you just have to what you have to be mind is you have to make it smaller as much as is necessary to make the whole the whole uh, measure twenty not not more than twenty amas high. We said that the twenty that the korah can be at the top, so the hollow is twenty amas, but you can't have a hollow of more than twenty amas. So if it was twenty two, so fill it up with two. What's the question over here? So when it come my come my come the tsarchle Here's the question. Sure, you only have to be mind enough to make it so that the hollow is no more than twenty amas. But how, do you have to go in deep, or is it enough just to make a little measure right underneath the beam itself? Let's assume the beam is a tefach, the beam on top is a tefach wide. Is it enough just to make a tefach wide at the bottom, like those guys there in the bottom where they're, where they're uh, measuring it or fixing it or stepping on it? So, so Yosef says in the tefach, just enough to meet the Korah. Abai says, no, Arba, it's got to go in for tefachim. Arba tefachim means, right, Arba, tefachim, tefachim is male, is zacher, and therefore it's tefachim. Right? In other words, you have to go in a little bit into the alleyway, not just a tefach deep, which is the same width or the depth of the, of the beam, but rather, I'm not showing it to you, I'm looking at it, right? Uh, right? But it means, it means that uh, not just a tefach, it's got to go in for tefachim deep, deep. Why? Why? What's that? Abai says, Abai Amr Arba Tefachim. Maybe this is the Machlokas. The Mandam or Tefach, one says Tefach, Savramut, Lishnamish, Tachas, Korah. Are you allowed to actually work or carry under the beam? And that tefach under the beam, it was right up to the edge, right up to the street. Can you carry underneath there? In other words, is the outer edge of the beam considered to be the wall, the imaginary wall that goes down, and you can carry underneath there? Maybe that's the machlokas. So you can go underneath there, and that's good enough. Tefach is all you need. You can't work under the korah, because the, 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 uh, the machitza effectively is from the inner side of the korah. And therefore, so what? How does that get to four? So Rashi explains the chuda top Rashi, the chuda pnimi yori v'sosim. The inner, the inner edge of the of the beam on top comes down. Brachav korav vechutz l'stima, and the width, and it's the width of the the width or the depth of that beam is outside. Ulu mishtam shemavi einlam heker b'korah. They can't see the karsher b'namuch hein. They're 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 low. In other words, they don't see the heker korah because. The people inside inside the uh, the mavui are on the lower level because we're talking about it one that's higher up. 
Therefore, we're saying that the when you when you built up the Rashi calls this the itztaba over here. When you build up a little platform on the ground, a little threshold, a platform on the ground, it's got to come inside the mavi a little bit so that people will see the difference. Will see the difference between the this and the upper beam because the outer you can't stand on the outer. If you could stand on the outer beam under the beam itself, so you say you could see fine. You could see twenty amas high. The whole point of member of the wise twenty amas, so people will see it. They'll recognize it. They'll see. Oh, there's a separation over here. That there's that this is not like the rishus rabbim. But people on the inside, if they have to stand on the inside of the beam, so they have they, and they're really below the twenty amas, they won't see it. It's it's too high up. The whole idea is they should see it. So you got to move in a little bit. You got to move in a little bit. Once you move it in, you move in in a, a substantial amount, which is fourth bracham. They should see it. In other words, when they're standing inside, right inside the mavui, inside the pole, inside it, they got to see the twenty amos. We're saying is if they're standing deep in, or or they're standing right there, and you only had one tefach, they won't see it since they have to stand inside because they have the the, the beam is too high. The whole idea is you're making a platform which makes it exactly 20 amas. So they got to be able to, the platform's got to go in a little bit so that if they stand there, they'll see it. Because inside of that, they won't see it at all. Once you're outside the car, it's in other words, it's got to go in a little bit. If it was only a tefach, they can't stand on that tefach. That's considered outside. So they got to be inside. If and if you only made it one tefach, they'll already be below the twenty amos, and they'll be they'll, it'll be too high up. So you got to move it in a little bit. So move it already four tefachim. That's the machlokas. That's not the mach. Everybody holds you could stand underneath the beam itself because the outer edge of the beam, the side facing the rishus rabbin, that's the boundary. One says the reason for the beam is to see it. So if you got to see it. You've got to be inside a little bit. Mar Mishu is because of Mechitza. And here's the problem. Everybody can stand under the beam. So if you could see, if stand under the beam, you could see it. If you could stand underneath the beam, what's the problem? One says, no, the reason for the beam is a Mechitza. It's like it's coming down. And if it's a Mechitza, in order to be Mechitza, a Mechitza, a partition has to be, has to cover an area, has to be a Mechitza of a four, uh, four tough, uh, if you don't have, a Roshas Rabbim has got to be, has got a Mechitza of, of 10, right? But it's got to be a Roshas Yachad, rather. It's got to be a Mechitza, a Mechitza that's 10 Tvach Mai. But the Rishus Yach itself has to be four by four. It's got to be four Tvachim. So if you don't have four Tvachim, you don't have a Mechitza. That's the problem. It's got to be a Mechitza. For a Mechitza to be a Mechitza, it's got to cover an area of four Tvachim. So that's why he says it's got to be four Tvachim deep. Yes, you could stand inside the beam. You could stand underneath the beam, the outer beam on top. You could stand underneath it and you could see it. But he says, no, the reason for the beam is not just to see it, but it's also because of Mechitza. And that Mechitza has to cover an area of tenfold. Everybody says it's for seeing, like we said before, to recognize that. I see the beam, it's not a Rosh Hashanah. That the lower one could be just like the upper one. The upper one could be a tefach wide. This can also You've got to have something more substantial. Can't be like the upper one. It's got to be something more substantial. It's got to be. It's got to be four tefach. Everybody says that the lower beam has to be like the higher beam. If the higher beam is enough to be a tefach wide, this can also be. Here the problem is this: the upper beam is stationary. Nobody's going to touch that, right? You could always see it. But the lower beam, if you only make it one tefach. People are going to walk on there, right? People have to step on there, and they will destroy it by trotting on it over a period of time. So he says, you know what? Make it four tefachim deep, so it'll be more substantial, and it won't disappear with time. That's the machlokas over here. But everybody seems to hold of the concept of the reason for the beam is so that people should see it. No, this is not Rosh Hashanah, and there, here you can carry, there you cannot carry. All right, we'll pick it from here with the two dots tomorrow. Have a good day, everybody. Thank you. Bye-bye.